What's up, guys? Anthony here, and welcome to the Born and Crate podcast. Now, for those of you guys who don't know, Born and Crate is a simple concept. If who works for me doesn't exist, you want to encourage a life that you want. So today, I have a special guest, um, my guy, Joey Taylor, a.k.a. JT. Now, JT is... I'm first of all, I'm impressed that you know at 22 years old he's already trading trading stock options. Um, so I want to get in and really talk to JT about how he started in a business and what prompted him to start so young. Because most most people at 22 are doing other things except starting a business. So JT, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, sir, for for being here. How are you today? I'm good, Anthony. Appreciate you for having me on. No worries, no worries. So, like I said, I'm I'm super impressed that at a young age that you were able to really realize that you want something different out there, right? You, you wanted to create something different for, for yourself. So, tell me a little bit now. I have your bio in front of me, but tell me a little bit about how and when you started to actually get into business and in, in, uh, in options. Well, I'll start with business, man. Like for me, I feel like I've always kind of had that hustle in me, even when I was a kid, like. You know, I was flipping candy, like reselling Jordans in high school, things like that. So before I even had my own business, I feel like I was always an entrepreneur, right? So the way that the stock market and options kind of came around is I was 16 years old in high school. I was taking a personal finance class and it was real kind of surface level stuff that kind of introduced us to stocks and like real estate investing. They weren't really teaching us how to do it, just kind of putting it in front of our faces. But for me... Like I said, I was always a hustler, always interested in money. I saw that as an opportunity. Like, this is actually how people really get rich and become millionaires. So all I needed was that surface level information. I said, I'm going to dive into this on my own. So I kind of started doing some independent research at 16 about the stock market. And when I was 18 was when I finally got my first job delivering pizza for Domino's. So I was using that money to put into the stock market um, and also still kind of make some flips on the side. And as I continue to kind of fund my trading account with money from Domino's, I continue to grow my trading account to the point where I ended up making more from the stock market than I did from my job. So that's the point where I ended up leaving my job. And I was in I was a college student at the time. I was in school for business. So at this point, I'm trading stocks and I'm going to school. Now, when COVID hit, um, that was when I decided I was going to take a break from school and really kind of go all in with the stocks and entrepreneurship. I said, if it fails, worst case scenario, I just go back to being a college student, right? But I feel like I wanted to take that leap of faith, you know, while I'm still young and while I can still afford to kind of take that loss. So I created a, uh, a community called Impact Investments, which is a discord where I help other people get started with trading in the stock market. Because as I was growing my account, I kind of started just sharing my wins on social media and they were getting a lot of attention. You know, people were seeing me post these stock market games consistently. So I'm getting DMs and comments like, yo, can you teach me? Do you have a class, a group, a course? So after I'm getting all these requests, I said, I'm going to finally go ahead and, and put something together really just as a way to help the few people that are in my DMs and mentions. Yeah. And at the time, I thought that was all it was going to be. But as I got these people in and started helping them, they got really good results and they started sharing with their friends. So it kind of spread through word of mouth. You know, they brought their friends in and so on and so forth. Yeah. So it continued to grow and grow. And now, you know, Impact, we've been able to help over a thousand people um, get started with earning an income in the stock market, help people 
pay off debts, buy cars, invest in properties, really just be able to build generational wealth. Um, so that was in 2019 when I started Impact. So we're going on three years now. The so latest project. Did, I'm, so, I'm yeah, sorry. Man. You did all this by the age of 22. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> okay. 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 So next project. What's that? Yeah. The latest project I've been working on, this started in January of this year. It's an options flow service. So it's a trading software that I launched. It's called Capital Flow. So the way that it works, think about it like this. There's two types of options traders. There's going to be professional traders. So those are the guys that trade in office buildings, they have uh, hedge funds, they have access to millions and millions of dollars to trade with. So those are the professionals. And then you have non-professionals. Non-professionals are like me and you. We don't trade for a company. We trade, most likely we're at home just trading for ourselves, right? So the main difference between professionals and non-professionals is that those professional guys with millions of dollars, they have access to some of the best, most advanced, fastest stock data, news, all that. They have access to insider information because when you're trading with millions of dollars, you can't be guessing. You got to have some high conviction, right? I don't care who you are, how much money you have. Nobody wants to just be throwing away millions of dollars guessing the trade. So that's why they have the highest win percentages. So what my trading software does is it tracks the trades from those professionals and it's going to send them to the non-professionals in real time through their phone, their desktop, their lap, or the um, tablet, whatever device they're on. And then we can do what's called following the smart money. So they call those guys the smart money, of course, because they have that information. So that's really the easiest way to get paid as a trader is just trade what those bigger guys are doing. Wow. So um, I'm, I'm hearing you talk and the first thing that comes to my mind is the show Billions, right? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. I'm, like, I'm like, these guys are playing on a, a, a whole level. And when you said that, if we do millions of bucks, there's no guesswork. You can't guess, right? Yep. So, but that show really showed me how how big this industry is. I mean, how much, how much capital, how much cash they're playing with every day. And you're like, on that level, I mean, your intelligence, your intelligence right now is just really flooring me, right? On on, on how smart you are, um, and and I know that you've probably studied like thousands of hours to get to where you are, you are today. Um, but let me go back, go back real quick to uh, to high school, right? Okay. So you mentioned that you flipped Jordans and you flipped was it, you said candy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So as a kid, so even as a kid, having that having that mindset. It's something that's super rare, right? Super rare. So I mean, every kid wants to make money, but I think like that that, that most most kids, most people, their first thought is like, I have to go get a job, right? I have to, mm-hmm. you know, go 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 work somewhere and make money. But your first thought was, I need to create what I want for myself, right? So where did that mindset come from? In a sense that you know what, instead of getting a job, let me go out and create my own. Uh, man, I think really kind of watching my dad uh, because he he did have a nine to five, you know, as I kind of grew up. But I remember in those early stages, you know, he did have his own business and, you know, he was making moves for himself. And I think just being able to see that um, kind of instilled that in me. And so, like, really, as long as I can remember, I've been that way. I feel like it's just always in me. You know, some people it's natural. Some people have to learn it. But like I would be, you know, seven, eight years old. I get a birthday card, you know, 10, 20 bucks in it. Most kids want to go to the store and buy some toys or some yeah. candy. Like I'm putting that in the yeah. dresser. Like I'm saving money, like for as long as I can remember. <laughs> right, <so. right. laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, that's good. So, so your your dad was an example, and your your ability to 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 take a risk is also an example because, like I said, I mean, I you know where you are. I remember, I remember me at twenty two. I wasn't doing as nearly you know as 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 what you're doing. So first, I want to you know, congratulate you and applaud you for that, right? Um, and you also mentioned that once you started posting your your results on social media, people started asking you to teach them, right? How'd that feel? I mean, how'd that feel for, to, to know that you're making an impact in people and now they're coming to, to, to take for advice? And then what results have they seen from your, from your advice? So when I first started getting those messages, like, do you have a class? Can I pay you to teach me? Like, it kind of made me uncomfortable because I was really just sharing the results as like, this is what I'm doing. And, you know, I'm just kind of putting it out there, hoping it would inspire somebody not with the goal to like get people in to teach. And so when I first started getting those messages, I tell people like, no, I don't teach. I don't have any type of course, any You're class. You were saying no at first? I was saying no at first. Oh. I was saying people were offering me money too. And I was like, no, I'm just not comfortable with that, right? Yeah. But yeah. then I got to the point where I was getting so many people. I said, I'm going to put something together just for y'all. And yeah. I said, I'm not going to rush it. I'm going to really make sure I do this the right way because yeah. this is a great tool to build wealth. Um, so, you know, I just want to make sure I can help people, but not just trying to rush it just so I can get y'all's money. I want to do yeah. it right. So it actually took me a little longer just to put my program together. Yeah. I did it the right way. And by the time I had it together, you know, people got in and a lot of people were able to really kind of hit the ground running you know, because one of the benefits of having like a mentor or having a community um, when it comes to trading options specifically is you can learn from other people's mistakes. Right. Because there's a lot of industries where they say like, you know, just get started and learn from your own mistakes. Trading yeah. the stock market is not a place to learn from your own mistakes. Because if you're <laughs> learning from your own mistakes, it means you're losing a lot of money. You're losing a lot of money, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it means right. You're losing money. Yeah. yeah. So you definitely want to be able to learn from somebody else's mistakes if you get the chance when it comes to yeah. learning how to trade stocks and options. So, like I was saying kind of a little bit earlier, man, we tell people to do a lot of things. Um, we helped a guy get his first investment property um, wow. last year, around the beginning of last year. We've helped people save up, you know, like to hit their savings goals. People have saved up their first 10, 20, 40, $50,000. You know, people have been able to leave their jobs and actually go full-time with trading. And in some cases, it's people who might not be full-time traders now, but they went from working full-time to now working part-time. So they use right. that extra free time to trade and travel and just, you know, enjoy life. So right. it's, it's a blessing. Like, it's still crazy for me when I think about it because this is a decision that I made in 19 i said i'm going to put this together and i'm going to try to help these people the best i can right. and put a lot of work into it and seeing the results it's just it's mind-blowing every time i talk about it and think about it it still blows my mind yeah yeah because when you when you have something of, of value like like you do you know it's i mean i, I think it's, it's it's a disservice not to actually put it out there because people need help people want help and they're looking for mentorship looking for guidance and and and, and, and people like you who actually have the knowledge to put out there you're right it's, 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 it's messy and it's not just about the money because from what i hear you're making a, a massive impact on, on these people because if they're able to, to quit their job, work part-time, buy investment property, just just make a little extra, that's that's actually a blessing. Um, and it's, it's what we need, you know, because a lot of people, 
that I've met, they're afraid of selling. They're afraid of putting out courses. You know, they're afraid because it's, it's just fear. But if you have something of value and you don't put it out, it's a disservice. If you, if you have something generally that can help someone, then you should sell that product, right? You should sell that, sell that course. So good job in actually doing that because I mean, I know, I know it may have felt funny at first, but I'm sure now it feels a lot different because you, you see and feel the impact um, that you're making. I mean, impact over income, right? I mean, you make an impact, yeah. eventually you will have the income that you want, right? So- Like you said, oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, like you said, man, like a lot of people have something of value that they can't put out, they're just scared. Because right. usually it's because they want it to be perfect first. They're like, you know, right. what if I put it out and somebody doesn't like it or there's a flaw right. here? But like the truth is when it comes to like entrepreneurship and business and really just putting your product or service out there, you can't spend too much time trying to make it perfect before right. you launch it. Because if you right. do that, you're never going to end up launching it. So right. what I realized, you have to just put it out there as is, and then you can just make an improvement, make yeah. improvements as you go. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. So, I mean, even me being in business for a while, um, I I still at that point, you know what? Is it perfect? Is it ready? Should I put it out there? You know. But when you put stuff out there, the market will tell you what they want. So you can you can improve it by the feedback that you get, right? So it's like just you're right. Just put it out there and then make improvements, make adjustments because the market will tell you, you know, if they like it or don't. So but. If you, up, if you put up this massive course that you took, you know, two weeks, two weeks, a month or a year to, to fix and it's not being set by the market, you wasted all that time. So mm-hmm. put it out there and test it. Right. So that's one thing that we're doing now is that we have a product that can help people uh, make money. And instead of putting together the whole thing, we're putting it out there, even though it's not complete. But then based on the feedback that we get. You know, um, that's when we'll go back in and, and adjust. But the goal is is to put it out there um, and, uh, and make it happen. So, so good job. Um, so, from 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 this point on, like, where where are you where are you looking to go from here? Because you have the software, um, and what's next for you? So, like, my software is still new, right? So, I'm still working on building that out. Yeah. But I want to get that to a point. Um, to where it can kind of be automated and it can run itself. And then from there, I really see myself continuing to grow in the fintech space, right? With this um, fintech software that I now have, it's kind of opened my eyes to how many opportunities really are within this fintech space. And it's not something that I realized before. And, you know, because just to get into the fintech space, it can kind of cost a lot of money, right? The price tag is what keeps a lot of people out. Um, but if you are able to, you know, kind of put up that money or get a loan and be able to get in that door, there are a lot of opportunities. Yeah. And I was blessed enough to be in a position where I could put up my own money to start my own fintech. And now I'm able to meet people that either have existing companies or just kind of have ideas. Yeah. And yeah. I've heard a lot of ideas from people that, they're really great ideas. Like these people are geniuses, but they just yeah. don't necessarily have the funds to be able to actually get in that space, especially, you know, people that look like us, you know, in our community, it can be harder to kind of get funding. So a lot of their ideas just never see the light of day. So as I continue to go in the FinTech space, I want to grow as a creator and an investor. I want to be able to fund other people's ideas and help bring those to life. 
So that's one of my main goals for the fintech space. I'm also looking to get into the real estate space soon. I don't have any skin in the game right now when it comes to real estate, but that's always been one of my goals is because I believe that real estate is a must-have asset class when you talk about really building that generational wealth. Right, right. So um, that's, that's, that's amazing. Is that I'm, I'm just constantly floored by you. So what exactly is fintech? Is that, I have no idea. Yeah, so that's going to be financial technology, financial technology, okay. so like gotcha, a banking gotcha, app, gotcha. like a trading software, things like that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, perfect. Yeah, so um, um, real estate is an amazing an amazing uh, vertical. I mean, that's actually why I started. Um, and then, okay. you know, j- just watching how it can help you build wealth and how it help you have help set up. I mean, right now, what you're doing is that you're setting up, I'm not sure if you have kids now, but you're setting up. A, a, a legacy, setting up a, you know, a platform for your kids in the future. Um, and, and all the plan and all the plans that you have are uh, truly amazing, right? Um, how many people right now are in your community? Uh, we have about 800 people right now. Okay. 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 And yeah, so 800 is a lot, right? And, and you're, you're feeding them and you're giving them what they need. Correct. Right. Um, so, as far as fintech, so is that the actual app you're building now, or is that is that actually more involved in that? Yes. Yeah, so um, the Capital Flow software, like I said, for now it's still the site, still a website, but the app is coming soon, and I'm kind of looking to really turn it into more of like a financial hub. Um, so there's going to be a lot more information right now. It's the Options Flow service. As far as the community, that's on an app called Discord. Oh, you yeah, might be familiar with that. Yeah, yeah. So that's a Discord platform. Okay, okay. So it seems like that there's been nothing but success in your in your journey, right? Um, so tell me about tell me about the journey, right? So I, I know in in options, you know, in stocks, you can lose money quickly, right? So what are some hurdles that you had to overcome in getting to where you are now? Because because I mean. If it's been perfect, I mean, you know, you know, tell me, but you know, if it hasn't, tell me, tell me something about a few roadblocks that you've had. No, it definitely hasn't been perfect. I don't want to make yeah. it seem like I, I only right. win because I've taken my fair share of loss, especially right. in the beginning when I really didn't know what I was doing. But like really when I first kind of started trading consistently, putting money into the market consistently while I was still working a job, my problem was I just didn't have an actual strategy. I was just trying to make as much money as possible every single day of the week. Right. And that's a lot of traders' right. problem. Right. Like you got to be able to pace yourself, right? So you can start small and, you right. know, you can start by making $20 a day, $50 a day, $100 a day, right? So, right. you know, just something, something small. So that's what I had to realize. Like I was losing a lot of money just trying to get rich, trying to flip my entire account pretty much, trying to double triple my money every day. Right. So, right. We're losing thousands of dollars. But once I got that system in place, I said, okay, I'm gonna start with like four between four and five thousand dollars. I'm gonna try and see if I can make a hundred dollars a day. And I got pretty consistent at making a hundred dollars a day. It took a little bit of time, it took about a full year, you know, and then I got to a point I said, okay, I'm gonna up it, see if I can make a thousand dollars per day. So then I started making a thousand dollars a day consistently, then I get to ten thousand dollars a day. So and that's and this is in the course of like couple of weeks or a few months like this is years in the making this yeah, is yeah, you yeah. know 
over three years now. Yeah. So it, it you got to be able to stay patient and pace yourself and understand that trading is a long-term game. It's a long-term process. It's not something that you're going to come into and get rich overnight. If you try and treat it like a get-rich-quick scheme, that's yeah. how you end up going broke. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I've seen that a lot because when I hear people talk about the stock market, it's like, you know, put money in and you'll get money back like instantly. And I know in a real business, that's not accurate, right? I mean, you have to do the work, you have to have a strategy and you have to be patient while being consistent, right? And even though you're not always on the winning side, you still have to be be consistent and know what that goal is, know what you want to create because there will be roadblocks along the road of creating, right? And it seems like even though you hit a roadblock, you kept going, right? You you kept going, didn't give up. Um, and that takes someone who is who is mentally and spiritually tough, right? Um, how do you prepare your mind for trading? How do you prepare your mind for overcoming roadblocks? So what are some of the tools that you use to actually keep your mind going and, 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 stay, and stay positive despite some things that happen? Yeah, so one of the things that I really did was keeping that angle in mind for one, keeping in mind what I'm working toward. And when I set that angle, I knew it's not going to be easy to get there. I knew there's going to be challenges, there's going to be losses, but I knew more important than that, it was going to be worth it. Once I get to the point where I can make thousands of dollars from trading and I'll really be able to be financially free and control my income, I said, that's what I'm working towards. So all those losses, like I just reminded myself, this is going to be worth it in the end. I think that was probably my biggest thing. And also really being kind of being able to talk to people, right? You know, so that's another one of the benefits of having a community because if you're trading by yourself, and you take a big loss, like you just you just gonna kind of sit with it and keep it in your head, yeah, and then yeah, it can really yeah. it can really kind of kind of depress you a little bit. So being able to have a community to lean on and say like you know hey hey y'all I just took a big loss I lost a few thousand dollars here they can talk to you like you know I made that same mistake before here's what I did differently here's how you know you can kind of try to avoid that going forward. And just being able to talk really was something that helped me. It's something that still helps me because I still take losses even today. And, yeah. you know, some of my partners that I run my community with, we, we make sure we check in with each other really at least every other day. Sometimes every single day we're just checking in, like yeah. mental check-in, not even talking about business. So because yeah. mentality is such a big part of trading. So for me, that was a big part of it also. Yeah. I uh, heard someone say, I think it was maybe a month ago, it's like, um, when I teach people how to trade, I tell them don't trade if they're going through something emotional, right? If something happened in their life, if they're upset, whatever, don't trade because you you probably make a not so smart trade. You know, do you follow that 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 the same mentality? It's like if something's going on, do you trade? Yeah, I think that's true. That, that's a very true statement. Like yeah. because trading is is such a mental game, you have to be able to. They say you know leave your emotions out of the market. So if you are going through a tough time emotionally, there's a pretty good chance it's going to reflect in your trading and it's not going to be good. And that doesn't even necessarily mean you're going through a bad time emotionally. You could be something, you might have just got some really great news and you're super happy, your emotions are super up and you come into the market. Yeah, you come to the market super yeah. excited yeah. and you think, oh, I'm about to hit the biggest trade of my life. And you <laughs> right. put your entire account on something and now you right. lose. So like 
people think that only means like when you're sad or something is going bad, don't trade. Like, that could mean if something is going really good, you need to stay right. out of the market too. So right. whatever, right. you know, good or bad, like if you don't feel like you can properly check your emotions before entering yeah. the market, just sit out. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's true. And, 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 and people underestimate the power of community, right? Because when you when you are going through something, sometimes we think we're the only person that's going through that or having that experience. But that's not true. There are other people out there that are experiencing the same thing that we are. But once we once we decide to 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 to, to reach out and share our story, share what we're going through. I believe that gives us courage because we know it's not just us and we help each other. So the fact that you mentioned community is massive because it's vital to our success. It's vital to our livelihood. It's, I mean, for me, it's like, it's like a breath of fresh air knowing that other people are having the exact same experiences that I am. Right. Um, so to me, it's major. So talk to me about mentorship. Right. So, for you, what is the value of having mentors in your life? Mentors are huge because like I was saying, being able to learn from other people's mistakes is so valuable because that's yeah. something that really expedites the learning process, whether it be with trading, whether it be business mentorships. Like if you just come into a business or industry and you have no idea, you don't know anybody that's doing what you're trying to do, or is at where you're trying to get to, then you're just going to be kind of figuring things out on your own. And that's just going to take a lot longer versus you can talk to someone that's already done exactly what you're trying to do and say, hey, you know, how did you get to that point? And that's why I say, like, having mentorship is key and, like, being able to pay for mentorship is key because if you can pay someone that's going to give you two, three, five, ten years worth of experience and you have zero, that's going to be huge for whatever you're trying to do. Right. So I, I agree, right? Because there are, there are people that, and it works, but they rely more on YouTube University and YouTube is an amazing platform, but I believe it's going to get you so far. Right. Um, And, and based on, based on what, what you've spent personally on mentorship, what do you, what do you estimate the return to be as far as percentage? Right. As far as I spent this much on mentorship, but, but, but I got X amount of return on that. Thousands and yeah. thousands bro. because like for me being in the fintech space, that's something that's new for me. Right. Yeah. And for me being coming in the fintech space, there were a lot of questions that I had. There was, it was just completely new space for me. There were a lot of things that I didn't know, but I was able to lock in with a mentor and someone that can kind of lead me and guide me like, Hey, this is how you got to navigate through this situation. This is how you got to start this, like, you know, like legal and things like that, especially like that saved me thousands of dollars. It saved me hours and days really of time. So it's, it's invaluable. Like I'm, I'm always appreciative of that. It's about, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and it, it, it is, I mean, like you and me, it's, it's, it saved me so much. And I, I just I just want people to understand the value of that because um, there there's this old uh, pastor named uh, named Fred Price right he passed away a, a while back but they're talking about investments and mentorship and most people say you know I can't afford it but 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 he he was saying no you can't afford not to right mm-hmm. like if you have these goals have these visions to have something that you want to create you have to you have to invest in it. 
right? And, and, and I'm sure there's, there's something in your life that you can cut out. And if you had to save up, because we, we invest in what we want, we buy what we want, right? And it's like, you know, if, if you want it bad enough, you will find a way to get it. I mean, we find a way to get those, those shoes, those, that, that purse, that whatever it is, we find a way. So it comes down to how bad do you want it? Right. And, and, and when you invest in yourself, if you take it seriously then everything you want can come and pass. Right. But it's a, I mean, for me, it's about taking massive, consistent action every day, you know, um, and I don't I believe that that getting to that next level as far as business and career is just a a small tweak. Right. So I tell people every, all the time is like you don't have to look to change your life overnight right you just improve one percent each day and then do that over a course of a year in two years and three years and you go from making 100 bucks a day to ten thousand bucks a day right because i because i'm sure that you didn't just like say you know jump from 100 bucks a day to 10k overnight over a week you improve a little percentage every day and now you're at a place where 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 you are right and i'm sure you have bigger better goals um, yeah yeah it's crazy because i just posted on my instagram like i think like a week or two ago where i actually went back because i still have it on my account like when you scroll back you can go back to like 2018 2019 and see where i was making 50 dollars a day 100 dollars a day and then you look at like now 2022 i'm making you know ten thousand dollars a day so i just kind of like made a um made a carousel like what this is where i started making a hundred dollars and go a couple years making a thousand dollars now ten thousand so it's definitely a process and it's not overnight yeah yeah it's definitely it's definitely not overnight but you're doing it right so there there are people uh, watching right now who want to get into the space of options right um but they've heard that options are is the, the most most riskiest part of stocks, right? Is that true? Is, it, is that not true? Or talk, talk to me about the risk factor options versus anything else. There's definitely a lot of risk when it comes to options, especially if you don't know what you're doing, you can lose a lot of money really fast. So I say before you even start trying to trade, you need to educate yourself, right? And like you said, you know, you can kind of do YouTube University and figure things out on your own, but that's only going to get you so far. And if you do want to get to a point where you want to do this seriously and maybe possibly become a full-time trader, that's when you need to go in and look into investing into some mentorship, right? right. And one thing I say that, that could have made a big difference for me that I probably should have did when I started, but I didn't do, is paper trading. So paper trading is basically oh, like... Okay is 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 simulated virtual trading so you can create an account with like thinkorswim or webull or some of these other trading platforms and you open what's called a paper trading account and they'll give you two hundred thousand dollars of fake money so you're not actually risking your real capital and you can really just practice right and you know like they say you know practice makes perfect with any skill that you want but if you're practicing with the real money then you're going to be losing bread so practicing with the paper trading account is something that I wish I did when I started. Yeah. And it's something that I now encourage a lot of other beginners to do as you're learning. Yeah. So you don't have to risk your real money. Right, right. So either you pay a mentor a thousand bucks, five thousand bucks, ten thousand bucks, or you go in and don't pay a mentor, do it yourself. Either way, you're gonna pay. All right. So yep. you may as well yep. pay pay for the for the advice that's gonna get you 
where you get you where you want to be, right? So yeah, people um, try to people think they're like saving money if they're yeah, not right, saving right, right. They say they say I'm gonna just save my money now. You might right. be saving a little bit of money now, but you're gonna cost right. yourself way more later down right. the line. So it's like right. you just gotta put that bread up from day one. Yeah, and yeah, it'll be yeah. worth it. Mentorship is is super important to to sound like I mean, I, and I'm still I'm still on this subject because it's it's just so important. It's just so vital. I mean, the best thing you can do is invest in yourself by investing in a mentor because someone who's been there, someone who's done that, someone who's made our mistakes, and you you still make your own mistakes, but you will make a lot less mistakes by investing into a mentor. So it's super important. So someone wants to start start trading, right? So what's Give me like the first three steps of just starting to trade options. Yeah. So the first thing you want to do is you actually want to have some money saved up to the side because I tell people like, you don't want to be trading. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be trading with bill money. Like you don't want to trade <laughs> with your rent money, your grocery money, because then you come in the market with the mindset of I have to make I these flips yeah. or yeah. I'm not going to be able to pay rent or I'm not right. going to put food on the table. Like right. we talked about mentality is such a huge part of trading. So if you come to market like that, you already have a losing mentality. So make sure you actually have a decent kind of stash put up. You can really get started comfortably with somewhere between $500 and $1,000, kind of at the bare minimum, right, to start trading. So once you have that money put away, you need to know what kind of trader you're going to be. So there's really two types. There's day traders and there's swing trading. So day trading just means you're buying and selling that option contract in the same day in that 9.30 to 4 p.m. window when the market closes. Um, now, I really like day trading. Um, the pros of day trading is you can kind of have a quick trading day, right? So you can have those 10, 15, 20-minute work days where you're just in the market for a little bit, you make your bread, and then you're out. Now you get the rest of your day to enjoy. Um, the con of day trading really is it's more active. You have to actually have that time to sit there and lock in and manage those trades. Um, and so a lot of people don't even have 20, 30 minutes because they might be a student or might be working. Yeah. So if you are um, someone that doesn't really have that free time, then you can be a swing trader. And there's still wait, a lot of good money. Wait, to be wait, yeah, there. One second, you said 20, 30 minutes? No, I'm saying like, like it might be 20, 30 minutes of being in the trade but you still might need a little longer to actually oh, I got you. Okay. find it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah gotcha. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. So, okay. so, you know, you can still be a swing trader. So when you're swing trading, that just means you're holding the position overnight. Um, you might be holding it for a few days, few weeks, few months. Yeah. But the benefit of swing trading is you don't have to be sitting there at the screen looking at the market. You just need to buy it. And then you just hold it for however long you're going to hold it. Okay. Um, the con for me with swing trading is when you're holding positions overnight, something could happen with the market, with the company, and you could lose all your money and you don't have any control. For example, like if you're holding a stock, right, thinking it's going to go up, the trade might be going good for you. Then one night, the CEO of the company, he just comes out and says, hey, I don't want to work here anymore. It's a terrible company. I hate it. And then you're going right. to lose all your money over something you can't control. Yeah. So that's why I'd rather like to be in and out of the trades versus trying to hold them for a long time or something could happen. Yeah. Right? So once that, you kind of know, yeah. Yeah, that actually happened to me. Um, I was <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, uh, training the stock. Um, uh, it was semiconductors, right? Okay. And I was, I was up 
like maybe 15%. It was, it was going good. Um, I'm going to hold it until um, it, it was a Friday, right? Okay. I'm going to hold it until Monday. Monday came and that thing tanked, right? It's like it, it tanked. So, so what you're saying is true because I, I mean, it wasn't a bunch of money because I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really know stocks that, that well. Um, I was doing, um, um, leverage, leverage, leverage ETFs. Right. Okay. Um, okay. And, and I, w- I was just learning, but I was just testing with like, you know, a couple hundred bucks, but, but yeah, what you're saying is right. I mean, you, you really have to learn and we have to have a strategy because you can, you can lose cash quickly. Right. So, um, so, so yeah, I, I just want to just put that in there because I learned from experience. Right. I learned from experience. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 It happens. It happens. And I think, I said I'm gonna get three steps. So that was two. So the last step I give, you know, once you kind of have that bread put up and you know what kind of trader you want to be, day trader, swing trader, the next thing you need to do is set a goal for yourself. And this is where a lot of people mess up because their goals are not realistic at all. Like someone comes in the market with $500 and they say, I want to turn this $500 into $50,000 in one month. Right. Now, is that possible? It is possible. I've seen crazier things happen than that before. But the problem is someone says, I want to turn 500 to 50,000 and I don't want to take any risk. I want it to be kind of <laughs> risk-free. Like, bro, there's no way, there's no way you can make that kind of flip without taking crazy risks yeah. really every single day, right? So you got to set a goal for yourself. Your goal is going to be based off how much you're starting with, where you're trying to get to, and what time frame you're trying to get there in. And like I said, the most important thing is to just be realistic. And a realistic goal for most people is to just have consistent income coming in over long periods of time, right? So I'd say, you know, it's going to be kind of different for everybody. But if you are starting with that 500,000, like really you can try to grow your account by 2% every single day. And 2%, that doesn't sound like a lot, but what you get is that compound gain. So, you know, you get to a point where, you know, when you have $1,000, 2% is not much, right? Right. You get to a point where you get your account to $10,000. Now that 2% is something. Now imagine you got a $100,000 account making 2% a day. You can be a full-time trader at that point. Right. Yeah, that's, 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 that's just crazy. Because a a friend of mine is a um, full-time trader and he was telling me the same thing. He was like, well, you know, I think he was like 2% as well. But just imagine... Imagine that these guys who day trade, they trade millions of bucks within minutes and hours, right? So if they get 2% back on, on a couple million or, or, you know, 20 million, I mean, that's a lot for them, right? Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's just crazy to think about it, how you can actually build that up, right? Um, so you kept saying trading strategy. What exactly is a trading strategy? So a trading strategy is how you get from point A to point B, right? Which is being profitable, getting profit, right? So my personal strategy and, you know, the one that I've been using for the past couple of years um, is just using options for, like we talked about following that big money, following those multimillionaire traders. I think I've used a lot of different strategies. There's hundreds of strategies out there. There's lots of ways to make money, right? Um, But I think the best one is just being able to follow what those big traders are doing. Because right. at the end of the day, they're the ones that have the best data, that have the best information. They've done all the research, so I'm not really having to do a whole lot of research to find yeah. a trade. 
I can just come in, see what they're buying, and already automatically know where the best trades are. So that's really my strategy of getting from point A to point B. Yeah, yeah. So will it will it be inappropriate if I ask you how how you got connected with these, like how you get that data? I mean, how do you connect it with the the actual big money traders? Yeah, so I'm not actually connected with them as like I know them, but um yeah. all those trades on the market, that's public information. Okay. I mean right. it goes, it goes, yeah, it all goes into a database. Right. Right. But to actually tap into that database. Um, it goes into a, um, it's a company called Opera that has it. And you actually have to pay a fee. You have to pay, you know, kind of significant amount of money just to access it. And then to uh, redistribute it again, like, which is what I'm doing, which is redistributing it to people. That's another fee on top of that for me. So, you know, I do, um, there's a couple of different companies that I go through to get it and then redistribute it to my customers. Um, But I will say one thing, uh, that I'm doing with Capital Flow, one of my goals is to keep it affordable. So it only costs $35 per month, um, which is about, you know, kind of about $1 per day. Um, You know, a lot of these other similar services that I've seen, they're going to charge you hundreds and hundreds of dollars per month. Um, But, you know, with me, I want to keep it affordable, keep it effective and keep it simple to use. So there's some steps for it for me, but the user the end user, you know, for $35 a month, they get access to all that data, all those big money traders. Um, and it's really the simplest way to make that profit. Okay. And and uh, in, in closing, I want, I want to ask you, how do you stay so focused? Um, I have people that kind of keep me accountable. You know, the people that I work with, we keep each other accountable because there can be times where, I feel myself kind of slipping or, you know, that I'm losing focus and I'm not as tapped in as I need to be. Um, and, you know, I just let, I kind of communicate that with them. And then, you know, they let me know they can kind of pick up things in certain areas if I need to take some time to get my mentally reset. Because when I first started entrepreneurship and business, I'm just trying to go 100% every single day. I quickly learned that's not sustainable, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not sustainable, especially if you get to a point where, you know, your business is growing so much and there's a lot of different tasks that need to be done. You got to be able to hire other people and put people in the right positions. So um, there are still times where I kind of can lose that focus and I'm able to, you know, kind of delegate tasks for a little while while I'm able to just kind of rest my mental and reset and then get back to it. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So uh, I know people are going to be wondering how can they find you where you where you at. So tell us how can we find you your, your website, social media. I mean anything you have. How can how can we find you and connect with you? Yeah, so I'm on all social media platforms: Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. It's at the Almighty JT. Um, you can go there. I got my links for my trading group. I have the links for my. Uh, options flow service my software it's all in my bio really the best way to kind of stay connected with me is instagram that's where i'm posting every single day um, okay. so definitely follow me on ig okay perfect perfect all right guys so um i mean you guys heard it from jt J- himself it's, it's it's about community being consistent and being patient right so that's something that you really need to look at as far as what you're doing in stocks or what you're doing in life right community consistent Sissy and patience. So um, I want to thank you, JT, for coming on the show. It's been truly a blessing uh, hearing from you. Um, and 
just know that that I'm I'm rooting for you. You know, I'm in your corner. I mean, keep doing what you're doing because you know you do that. You're going to create something something so massive that you will be known worldwide, right? So uh, keep going and keep creating, all right? So thank you again, and for all you guys watching uh, the show. Ask you, what do you want to create? I mean, what is something that you want to create in your life? Something that you that you want to build? Something that you think about every single day? Because if you can dream about it, you can create it. But it's up to us, it's up to you to create what you want. Will it be easy? No. Will it be worth it? Yes. But it's something that you can definitely do. So so keep moving, uh, keep creating, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Want to create? Bye.